0: Thank you for logging on to the Farrakhan Speaks podcast. Today's podcast is taken from a lecture delivered October 16th, 2007 in Atlanta, Georgia, titled Come Out of Her, My People.
1: Listen, pastors. Listen, preachers. Listen, teachers. It's not enough to have a church full.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Or a mosque full.
0: That's right.
1: Or a synagogue full of praying Muslims, Christians, and Jews, but if we are not taking the qualifying steps to be called the people of God. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Some of us are going to say, well, you know, Jesus paid it all. Talk, come on, Milton, come on. I don't know what kind of qualifying steps you're talking about, but my Lord paid it so I can continue to smoke crack. My Lord paid it and I can continue my abominable behavior. My Lord paid it. No. He paid a price to open the way for the human being to once again be reconciled unto God. But we have to take steps. And that's why Jesus never told you to worship him. He said, come follow me! So are we making the steps to reverse these ominous trends? Have we heeded these words of divine warning Not every one of us believes in these prophecies or in God's commandment to us that we separate from the sins of Satan's world. Some of us look around in American society and we see some blacks doing well, making what we think is progress in wealth and prestige. And we say, we're moving on up now. Things aren't so bad. Well, look at Oprah. Look at Barack Obama. Look at P. Diddy. Look at Tiger Woods. Look at Clarence Thomas. Mm, look, at, and and look at Colin Powell. And look at Condoleezza. Aren't they clear signs of progress? Much has been said about the growth of the black middle-class and how it appears that we have finally turned the corner in our quest to attain the American dream. But is this real? Is it one of the tricks of Pharaoh and his magician? Is it? Designed to delay our attainment of the true kingdom of God for his people Why did the scripture say that the kingdoms of this world? Would become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. But if you stay in the world and stay of the world, then the world will take us down. But if we come out of the world and cleanse from the world, then we can go back to the world and turn the world into the kingdom of God. Yes, sir. In reality, we have the illusion, the trappings of progress, but little else to show for our 452 years of bondage as slaves and and now as free slaves. in North America. So let's start in this room. I'm looking at you, you're looking at me. Boy, some of us, I mean, we're really well-dressed. Nice shirts, nice suits, fine shoes. I'm sure you drove up in a nice car, bless your hearts. You have beautiful dresses, sparkling jewelry. And by all appearances, it does seem, it does seem, (laughs) that we are doing better. Especially when we look at where we came from. But the question is, have we taken these signs of so-called progress to heart, to the degree that it made us think that we really are better and better than the suffering masses of our people? If we think we are better, by what standard are you measuring betterment? And if our betterment is only for few and the many are still suffering and our betterment is not being used to relieve the suffering of the many, then our betterment may be a trick, a trap. And as Malcolm said, we've been bamboozled again. (laughs) Now, if we look at the proverbial crabs in a barrel, the crabs are trying to get up. But another crab is pulling the crab down. Well, just suppose, Somebody is at the top of the barrel looking at the crabs Watching the drama yeah, of the crabs watching it, watching it. And suppose he or she says Come let us deal wisely with those crabs on, Let's take a few out of the barrel and put them at the top of the barrel and let them look back down on the other struggling crabs. Go ahead, Go ahead. If we do that it will give the other crabs the notion that they too can get out. But the crab they at the top of the barrel didn't get out because of his own talent and ability alone. The crab got out because the master took him out and allowed him out for the master's purpose. Now let's look at the wealthy and the famous among us. No, 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 I, I, I'm not here to knock our wealthy and our famous. I love them. But I want us to look at them. And I want them to look at themselves. Now if we look at the Oprah's, the Cosby's, the Jay-Z's, Kimura, Lee Simmons, and the Fab Lane, and, and all of our beautiful sports and entertainment figures that are now multi-millionaires. Every one of these have good hearts, and every one of these are trying to do some good to give back to their communities. And that is an effort that we must applause. But, sorry about that. The man that owns the barrel could have pulled all the crabs out. But he gave only a few a doorway out so they could sell to the others the lie that they too can get out. And they have become a buffer between the angry black masses and white people of power and influence that got us looking at our own rich as though they betrayed us when the wise demons behind them have used them as a buffer to protect them from the anger of the wise or the poor white, the poor black, the poor brown. Now See now those that are really rich, they can't get the other crabs out. Listen, listen And unfortunately, most are afraid. <laughs> Free. That's right. Free. To even attempt to get the other crabs out. They want in with the barrel owners because their comfort level is not in the barrel, but their comfort level is with those who took them out. So they don't have the strength to say, come out of her, because they're too deep in. They can't say, come out of the world and let's be with Christ. I mean, really say it, of course they can say it. Everybody is saying Jesus.
0: This
1: is the in thing. That's right. That's right. It's big business to preach Jesus. But it won't be big business to live Jesus. If you take the courage to tell the people, come out. You can be in it, but let's not be of it. Come out. A white author and political scientist, his name is Dr. Andrew Hacker, talked about this very same phenomenon. He wrote, quote, we have a black middle class but it only exists at the sufferance of white America. So I looked up the word sufferance. I just wanted to be sure that I understood what he was saying. He said it means patient, endurance, Especially of pain and distress. So he said, "We have a middle class, but it only exists out of our patience, our endurance, especially of the pain and distress at watching our former slaves strut their stuff." (laughs) Go ahead, Minister. Riding the best that we make. Living in the fine homes that we build. And some white folks say, how in the world could they have these things? And I can't have nothing like that. He goes on to say, quote, we decide. How many of you will be allowed and into which positions? And we decide how many of you is too many. And we pick Cosby. We pick Powell. We do that. And we are careful about the numbers. End quote. Go ahead, Miller, Bring it, bring it. He's closing, I didn't say it
0: that's right assalamu alaikum thank you for listening to another episode of the Farrakhan Speaks podcast for today's special we'll be adding on the part two of our minister's speech onto the same episode so thank you for listening if you have any questions thoughts or excerpts to add on please leave us a voice message on anchor.fm and we will respond back to you and possibly even include it into the episode thank you for listening hopefully you enjoy thank you for logging on to the farrakhan speaks podcast Today's podcast is our second excerpt from a lecture delivered October 16th, 2007 in Atlanta, Georgia, titled, Come Out of Her, My People.
1: So, the chosen crabs. (laughs) Oh, some allegiance to the one who picked them out from the rest and they make obeisance to the hand that took you out of the barrel. And that is why you can never be an effective spokesperson for the hurt of your people. Never, never can you go far enough because if you displease the crab barrel master, You are afraid that he might put you back in the barrel and don't pluck you out again. But God took me out of the barrel. I don't owe nothing to no master. I owe it all to God. And God will take us all out of the battle. And he will never take one out and not show the others that he can get them out too. Some of us who were the great voices of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, it's almost as if we had died. When we look around, we don't see them anymore. But then when we look up, oh, this is why we don't see them. They've gotten a position in this university or that university, in this law firm, or in this corporate office. And they have become hidden away from the suffering of the masses of our people. Dr. King, may almighty God be pleased with him and those who fought with him tried and did create a movement for real change, but real change within the context of America. But watch this now. After Dr. King's death, the movement became dissipated, and those in the movement were offered positions in Pharaoh's house. No, 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 let's look at this. And that seemed to be satisfactory because, after all, they were integrationists. They never really wanted to leave Pharaoh. They wanted a place with Pharaoh. This is why Dr. King himself said, quote, that his movement is a revolt against these Negroes in the middle class who have indulged themselves in big cars and ranch-style homes rather than enjoining a movement for freedom. Now, what's the matter, you don't like Dr. King now? it's not wrong to have a nice car and a ranch style home Dr. King didn't mean that but if you let the big car the ranch style home the big salary in corporate America (laughs) keep you away from a movement for the freedom of your people then as the holy quran says Those who live easy lives have to be careful because a life of ease sometimes makes you forget struggle. Now, we see this in the popular culture today. In order to be what we call successful, many of our rappers and so-called hip-hop moguls speak filth and call our women out of their names, but they have to ask themselves, has my advancement served the purpose of the elevation of the women that I have berated? Come on, minister. No. Their advancement in becoming multi-millionaires is based on a plan that is bigger than they are. A plan that uses their talent and their bitterness with ghetto life to facilitate an agenda that is self-destructive. Yes, sir. So the enemy of the rise of our people has captured most of the black intelligentsia, the black middle class, the black money people, and told them, well, yes, you can fight for your people, but only to a level that we approve of, and, and you better not ever say, come out of us. you will not be allowed to say that and you certainly will not be allowed to do that so let's take a closer look at this class of our people in politics in media in sports in television in the professional life the honorable elijah muhammad said that no one person can rise above the condition of his people. (laughs) Then neither can this group rise above the condition of the masses. Since the success of this group has not translated into the success of the masses, therefore the masses, unfortunately, condemn the class. But the condition of the masses is a condemnation of all of us that work for them. We have not been effective. We have many programs, many organizations, many churches, many people that love our people and want to do good. But the masses of our people are in terrible condition and are suffering and about to become extinct. So we have to now find a better way of addressing the problems of our people. God said, through Jesus come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. But what are we heavy laden with? You say, well, we're not slaves anymore. So most of our moneyed people, our political people, say, I don't have any heavy burden. But if you get them in a corner and you talk to our moneyed people, they're hurting on the inside. Because they really cannot affect real change among the masses. According to the latest census figures, blacks have the lowest level of health care and are losing that which they have at an alarming rate. We love our rich brothers in hip hop, those who have been blessed with beautiful homes and lots of bling bling. but there are 37 million people living in poverty in America and one-third of these are blacks. Statistics say that white Americans have assets that are 12 times that of blacks and 70 percent of elderly blacks have no financial assets at all. Yes, we love Oprah. Yes, she's a beautiful woman. Yes, we applaud her, but nearly half of all black children live beneath the poverty line a figure almost identical to that which existed on the day Martin Luther King was assassinated. 1.2 billion people in the world live on less than a dollar a day. And every year 6 million children die from malnutrition and over 11 million children die from preventable diseases. So those of us who got a little something think about it. P. Diddy may have his own clothing line and a great Manhattan address, but far more blacks are moving into America's prisons than into the middle class. Blacks are incarcerated in America at four times the incarceration rate of blacks in South Africa during the apartheid era. On any given day, about one in three black males is in prison, on probation, or on parole. Close to two million children in the United States have at least one parent in state or federal prison and that number is rising fast. Clarence Thomas may sit on the highest court in the land, but what does that mean to the masses? Prosecutors in America are three times more likely to recommend the death penalty with a black defendant than with a white one, even if their alleged crimes are identical. Four in 10 inmates on death row are black. Barack Obama may be one of the front runners for the presidency, but 1 in 12 blacks have lost the right to vote due to a felony conviction, a rate nearly five times that of every other group. And and frankly, the rise of blacks in political office from about 100 in the 60s to nearly 10,000 today has happened simultaneously with the rise in the rates of black unemployment, prison incarceration, poverty, illiteracy, and AIDS infection. So where the hell is the power? Condoleezza Rice may sit at the highest levels of government, but at the same time, the rate of imprisonment for black women is more than eight times that of white women. There has been a 78% increase in the number of black women under court supervision and 65% of them had children. The attack today is on our youth. They're beating up our children in school. They're arresting five-year-olds and six-year-olds. They're breaking the wrist of our children. The Genesis is a crime against black people. Michael Bell is back in jail again. TI. Why is TI suffering? What has he done? He's powerful. He's influential. He's black. He's a hip hop genius. Their attack is against hip hop, against the culture, against the blacks that are becoming strong, that have influence over white children. Eighty percent of white children buy hip-hop records. Bob Johnson of BET may be a billionaire who now owns a sport franchise. Unfortunately, when he gave up BET, It would never do what BET is doing if Bob Johnson were there. But the owners, see, it's becoming a plantation again. And you can't fight that because you want to keep your little job. But we are watching you. They've taken over everything Everything. that black men and women have worked hard to build. And when we get it to a certain level, they give us an offer that we can't refuse. They print money every day. And every day it's getting more and more depressed. Bob Johnson may be a billionaire, but the number of college-age black males in prisons and jails in the United States is greater than the number of black males enrolled in higher education. Colin Powell may have earned the highest rank in the military and become a member of President Bush's cabinet, but the black male homicide rate is double that of US soldiers that died in World War II. A young black male in America is more likely to die from gunpowder, gunfire, than was any soldier in Vietnam. One out of every 21 black men can expect to be murdered. Tiger Woods' face may be in every advertisement on every billboard, but an estimated 340,000 blacks are homeless in America on any given night. Black adult unemployment is twice as high as white unemployment and has been so for more than 30 years. And it is worse for black youth. We see our great actors on TV and the movies playing black professionals in dramatic roles and blacks are dramatically underrepresented in most professions outside of sports and entertainment. We are 13% of the American population, but we are only 3.2% of lawyers, 3% of doctors, less than 1% of architects, 2% of psychiatrists, 2% of psychologists, and only 4% of social workers. Black males with college degrees can only expect to earn as much as a white male with a high school diploma. Light-skinned blacks have a 50% better chance of getting a job than dark-skinned blacks, and blacks are rejected twice as often for small business loans than whites of comparable credit. Maybe all of Bill Cosby's children did well in his TV show, but seven of 10 black children cannot read in the fourth grade, and the numbers are hardly better by high school. It is estimated that 45% of blacks are functionally illiterate, and they are almost three times more likely than white children to be labeled mentally retarded. The rappers may look like they're living the high life in their videos, but nearly 70% of black families are now headed by single women. 67% of black children are born out of wedlock and the pregnancy rate of our young girls is twice that of whites and blacks account for 41 percent of all abortions. These statistics were compiled by the bestseller, The American Directory of Certified Uncle Toms, (laughs) which is published by the Council of Black Internal Affairs.
0: Thank you for listening to the Farrakhan Speaks podcast. To purchase these and other lectures by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, be sure to log on to store.finalcall.com. And remember to log on to the website of the most widely circulated black newspaper in the country, The Final Call, at www.finalcall.com.